This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Maybe it will be March. That's the Farm Bill timeline offered today by House Ag Committee Chair Glenn G.T. Thompson, who told reporters the consecutive weeks in session offered in the month could make for a favorable window to consider a farm bill. Thompson's new timeline comes as the top Democrat on the committee released a statement today criticizing House Republican leadership for not moving a farm bill this year and for adjourning for the holidays without a plan to move a new bill forward. Georgia Democrat David Scott is the top Democrat on the panel, and he says his fellow committee Democrats stand ready and willing to secure a bipartisan bill. But his statement also says Democrats will not support cutting Inflation Reduction Act conservation funding or taking food away from Americans facing food insecurity. AgriPulse's Philip Brasher reports the Ag Committee's GOP staff is briefing commodity groups on their ideas for Farm Bill funding sources, among them reallocating IRA conservation funding, tinkering with Commodity Credit Corporation spending authority, and adding more guardrails on future updates of the Thrifty Food Plan. You can read more on Thompson's timeline, Scott's comments, and the GOP staff briefings on AgriPulse.com. On the other side of Capitol Hill, it looks like this week won't be the last votes of 2023, after all. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced today the chamber will conduct votes next week and give negotiators more time to finalize a deal to improve U.S. border security and address a White House supplemental funding request to assist Ukraine in its war against Russia. The plan is for the Senate to act as soon as we are ready to move forward on the supplemental. Members need to be here next week. We have to get this done. Our Republican colleagues who have said action on the border is so urgent should have no problem with continuing to work next week. We hope to come to an agreement, but no matter what, members should be aware that we will vote on a supplemental proposal next week. But whether or not the Senate's efforts will prove to be in vain is yet to be determined. House Speaker Mike Johnson has insisted on tougher border policies than are currently in the works in the Senate agreement. A bill to allow whole milk back into school lunches also stopped short of speedy movement in the Senate today. Kansas Republican Roger Marshall sought to move the bill by a unanimous consent request, in part borrowing a familiar phrase from the beef industry. Milk. It's what's for lunch. But Senate Ag Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow blocked the speedy movement of the bill, arguing the measure is the wrong approach to the issue. I fully support healthy options for students. Dairy is a very important part of a balanced meal. But one thing is clear, and that is that school meal standards, currently based on dietary science, should continue to be based on dietary science, not based on which individual food products that we support or are in our states. The House passed the bill in a broad bipartisan vote yesterday. Finally today, do you remember where you were on December 23, 2003? That day shocked the system for beef producers across the country and beef consumers around the world. Former Ag Secretary Ann Veneman announced a cow in Washington state had tested positive for bovine spongiform encephalopathy, also known as mad cow disease. The following days, weeks, and months would go on to shape animal disease response in the United States. Colin Woodall with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association says it was a learning experience for all involved. 
Are we prepared for a foreign animal disease? And also a realization of just how important those foreign markets are to us when all of a sudden they all shut down. You can hear more on the response to BSE, HPAI, PEDV, and the other animal disease acronyms in the second episode of our Deep Dive podcast series, available now on agripulse.com and many podcast apps. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join more than 5,000 farmers and ranchers from across the country at the American Farm Bureau Convention, January 19th through the 24th in Salt Lake City. The convention and trade show are open to anyone who wants to learn more about farming, ranching, and agriculture policy. Register at annualconvention.fb.org register. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.